to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, The Power of Water and Water Life Science. To save your life, as we always say, for 12 years now on the radio show, with Voice America, World Talk Radio, and all of our syndication, going worldwide into countries, the power of water and the subject to remind people, don't forget about the planet Earth, water. We can talk about climate change. I would talk about water first. Why aren't they prioritizing water first? And then they can move into the seed of the life, which is the water. And then seed of all of our lives, the stem, everything that is seen, unseen, all of our mountains, everything we look at, all living life comes from the beginning of earth and water. Even your breath of life How could they forget about water and make climate change the priority? It should be the water first. And I'll tell you why I got serious years ago. I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research, Water Life Science. And I was studying well over 35 years ago. What is happening to disease and symptoms We're not finding cures anymore. All of a sudden, a few years later, as I studied, and I began to compare to what's going on, and when you study, you want to be fair. You don't want to be emotionally caught up in what I think or any individual priority is emotional thinking is. What to be fair? What has happened here? Well, I found out to be fair it became more complex to them to think about the stem of the earth, the seed of the earth. I'm going to say the seed first. Everything comes from seed of the earth, which is the species of living water. All faiths on the planet have always surrounded the faith in water. How is it that the priority has been climate change, the word climate, maybe to be fair. They're making a lot of money with the word climate change. Foundations, grants, attention, organizational, social activities over water. I'm saddened. And today my secretary, Bonnie, handed me some of the things that are going on here. And I've been studying this for a long, long time. Search on Facebook, a Facebook page, I care about water. And when you study that, you'll find that as the drought hits crops in India, the prime minister calls for water conservation push. They've known in India. They've known all over the world that water was a priority to their culture, their 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 society, to live, breathe. Without water, you can't breathe in the air of the atmosphere. It's all, you've got to breathe that water vapor from the earth that is created 
the water vapor is the atmosphere that you're breathing. When that baby is born, it leaves a pocket of water for a reason. And it comes to the planet Earth to live in that atmosphere of water vapor to keep it alive. The priority of life, for example, here's in India, is a location, and I'm going to have to spell it, C-H-E-N-N-A-L, Chennai. India is running out of water. Other cities will soon be running out of water in India. An ancient Peruvian engineering has proven what would help water shortages. Why aren't they putting water as the priority above climate change? I just told you. I decided way back in time, long ago, to prioritize it. And I created a research center called Biologic Aqua Research Intentionally for people to take serious what's happening to your skin and melanoma would be out of control because they were not educating all of us. No one was educating us about the priority of water and your skin. Your skin is 70 to 80% water. Your eyes. I got into the eyes. They said, would you study the eyes too? And I said I would. And I studied it for a year and I was shocked that the surface of your eye is 99% water. We were not educated about that. We could go on and on about the percentage of water per organ in the body. Because when you come out of that mother's womb and enter into the water vapor of the atmosphere and you, that keeps you alive, there's certain things that you, they learned you have to do to be healthy. One, breathe correctly. The atmosphere is water vapor. Two, drink eight to ten glasses of water a day. And I learned, and I talked to the world, physicians are agreeing what they're teaching now their patients. I've learned, please, drink one whole glass of water at a time. It's important. Your water needs to absorb. So the water that you take serious to drink, to be healthy, has to be drink one glass at a time. And you can sip and enjoy the sipping all day. But each of those eight to ten glasses have to be one whole glass at a time. Three, nutrition has become the future of our medical field and working with symptoms to assist what is happening with your symptoms. You need good nutrition. The other one, moderate exercise. We've learned that all of our athletes that become health conscious are very careful with the moderate amount of exercise. They'll go out and work hard and exercise, but they've learned how to go balance it when they're not in practice exercising. The other one is sleep. You've got to learn how your secret is for you to sleep with the planet Earth. It's very important to your health. 
people have been able to work with certain symptoms and diagnosis with those five things. They sound too simple. Water sounds really like, is that so simple? But you're finding out there on the planet Earth that the simplicity of it has been ignored because it's simple. It's common sense. The Earth is living with the seed of your life is from the water. It's vital to your life. It's the rhythm of your life. Faiths and religions begin with it, knowing that the life that you are leading is vital to the water, and your choices must be priority water. So when they bring up climate change, you need to immediately react, what are you doing about water for the planet to be here for eternity? Because the Earth is living with the solar system. Always has, always will. There's a rhythm with the solar system. And that rhythm with the solar system is the rhythm of the planet Earth. You're not here by yourself. You're living with the planet Earth, with the solar system. That rhythm moves carefully and very intentionally careful with rhythm so that everything can be in unison without having an emotional blowout where everybody bumps into each other. So remember the five things. It is important. That's my priority of the show and my research center. And we want you to know how exciting it is with the show, with all the guests that come on. They all have something to add. And when you're listening, it's like you're eavesdropping in on a laboratory of scientists and researchers talking to each other about new discovery, new thinking, new ideas with common sense, too. Today, we have a really exciting doctor coming on. And I, I'm, I'm really excited about this because it's something that I have studied, too. And I, uh, before we uh, go to our sponsor, I'm going to tell you about his name is Dr. Victor Wabi. He's an MD, PhD, but we're going to talk about music and rhythm of what he's been learning, too. We're going to listen to our sponsor first. Our sponsor is Nature's Tears Eye Mist for Dry Eye. And as I've educated you, the surface of the eye is 99% water. They came to me to study years ago, over 20 years ago, because eye drops are heavy on that and causes the eyes to over-evaporate, to cause extreme dry eye problems. So they felt like if I could come up with something to supplement with water, the dry eye problem, it would be a product that could be added on to the application of the eye drops, too, so they could work together as an add-on applications. So we did put a technology together, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with tissue culture grade of water to supplement the surface of the eye for dry eye. It's exciting. We will let you, we'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be back with Dr. Wabi.
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Wabi, are you with us? Yes, Dr. Kleiner. Well, I'm I'm Sharon Kleina and uh, founder of Biologic Aqua Research. I wanted to ask you today, I've read about you, but I want the world out there. As you know, we're syndicated uh, international. And uh, tell, the, tell us about your background. I always like to hear uh, where people grew up and where they're from and how you got to where you're at today. I'll tell the audience that you're um, um, MD, you're a PhD, you got involved in the passion of music. It sounds like I, I agree with you. It's it's an unbelievable, exciting uh, gift to feel the music like that. But tell us about your past and how you got where you're at. Okay, thank you very much, and I'm very pleased to come back with you. I enjoyed very much our uh, interview uh, some 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 time ago. Um, I was born in Alexandria, Egypt, in the Mediterranean, and there I finished my uh, uh, undergraduate and also graduate uh, medical studies in internal medicine. And then I came to the United States in um, 1976, 77, and um, um, I just digress here to, for a moment and say that I, I came at the end of 1976 and uh, my first patient in the United States was Dr. Billy Graham, the late Dr. Billy Graham, the evangelist. Oh. And that mm-hmm. was an experience in itself. But, it had uh, to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a wonderful experience. Of course, he passed on last year at yeah. age 100. Um, then yeah. uh, I, uh, I went, um, I entered Mayo Clinic uh, in Rochester, Minnesota as a resident and as a fellow. Even though I had that training before, but it was very useful to have it again at Mayo. It's a remarkable, wonderful place. 
And uh, then I was um, uh, invited to uh, come to uh, to go to the East Coast to Yale University, where I was appointed as a junior faculty, and 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 um, did research at the same time at the VA Veterans Hospital there in West Haven, uh, close to Yale. Uh, and the research was in psychoendocrinology, which is the interaction of the brain and hormones. And we uh-huh. did uh, we published a number of papers uh, on that uh, study, particularly on the effect on the what's called the brain adrenocortical axis. Adrenocortical gland is a gland next to the uh, reins, the kidneys, adrenal, because it secretes cortisone cortisol and also adrenaline mm-hmm. and uh, also on the thyroid axis brain thyroid uh-huh. axis and yeah, we did thinking. that in <laughs> we did that mm-hmm. in depressed people as well as other uh, illnesses mm-hmm. and also i started my interest in obesity research at that time because obesity is also an enigma but it's related to the psychoendocrine um, axis um, I stayed there uh, uh, for four years or f- almost five years, and then again uh, by uh, serendipity or providential action, if you will, I was invited to come to Washington to um, uh, work in the Office of Academic Affairs of the Veterans Administration. That's the office that handles uh, VA uh, academic affiliations. The VA is affiliated with 127, um, or, or a little, little around that number, medical schools around the country. Everywhere you go, there is a medical center, VA medical center, and a medical school affiliated with it. So I was in charge of mm-hmm. the uh, residency training programs, and we had, and we still, the VA still had huge uh, budgets there, about 300 million dollars a year. And so my job was to coordinate that uh, allocation of residences in the various specialties around the country. Mm-hmm. Then uh, another move, the VA started an office for health communications and special projects. And um, so I, health communication, communications in general is uh, a hobby of mine, actually. And so we started about uh, 10 years of work in mass communications for um, veterans nationwide. So we did uh, programs on uh, fitness, nutrition, um, um, suicide prevention, uh, depression. And our, our mass media were, uh, communications were through television. So we had, for example, public service announcements with some Hollywood personalities like Gary Sinise and... Um, uh, two or three others, forget the names uh, uh, this time, but they are Hollywood actors. Um, they'll come to me, the names will come to me. The guy who played, uh, for example, uh, on the Dallas series, the television series, uh, he played the bad guy with a big hat, cowboy hat, and he he uh, he also had liver cirrhosis, and so he came and we had a a, a uh, campaign about liver cirrhosis and alcohol, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Okay, and, good. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, and we did uh, we used to have campaigns. Uh, I know you are in the West Coast, so uh, in in um, I think San Francisco we have the BART system there. So we use the BART uh, 
system uh, trains for big big uh, marquees on the train or, or and also inside it uh, mm-hmm. particularly for uh, veterans veterans who had depression and addiction and also mm-hmm. who uh, had driving problems safe driving it was a big mm-hmm. problem for veterans and still is mm-hmm. because they come from Iraq or Afghanistan or somewhere right. and their kids are 19 years old or 20 years old and right. they give them a separation uh, um, salary or stipend and they go out and buy a Harley Davidson <laughs> and right. they go driving at huge speeds and uh, the differs of young vet- young veterans from uh, traffic accidents is more than those of any other disease. So we had a oh. big campaign, and we had uh, uh, mm-hmm. the um, Petty, the guy. Now, uh, doctor, from, were you able to get Harley Davidson to join you with uh, that health education, all that education? No, we didn't. The, these are government programs, so you don't. Uh, I know. You don't have I, would have, I would have gone after Harley too, because they're really into the troops and the warriors. Um, to get them behind that, if that's the case, that that has more, there's more accidents on a motorcycle um, than disease. Did I understand that that's what you just said? Yes, they had, well, it's not only motorcycles, but any any vehicles. They're accustomed in this desert there to drive okay. at very high speed and there is no traffic lights. Uh-huh. So they come here and they are still accustomed getting acclimated to the new system, and by, by that time, mm-hmm. accidents happen. Well, yes. Yes, because they're going through so much mentally. And you know, exactly. doctor, something that people don't realize is that we, we're learning that way back in time, it, it, probably in the Dave days of the beginning, each individual, like you were studying, in um, your research, that brain reacts to the body, not two people just alike, and it's not always the way we think or they, the individual, is feeling what they're going through. What are they experiencing? It's kind of like, doctor, I've been in the eye research for so long now, and uh, I had a doctor tell me this, a well-known founder of LASIK, uh, Margaret McDonald, Dr. McDonald, she was saying too, she was born with an eye problem, Mm. but her parents didn't know it until she walked into a pool of water at a shopping mall and they didn't know how she got there and she didn't see it. Um, I had on from Mayo Clinic years ago, a doctor on the show who said too, Sharon, you're right about the eyes. Our prisons are full of people that had so much anxiety that they were born with problems of the eye and the anxiety developed to where you become frustrated, you become angry, but it relates to the rest of the body. And what, you're, what you are showing me today is we all know this, that the mental condition of our warriors, our first responders, individuals of of even rape, uh, family trauma, can have a uh, a very serious individual um, reaction. And that reaction can be frustration. 
and develop into something more that they think that they and people treat them like something is really wrong with you. Why don't you uh, stop acting like that? Well, all of a sudden they get so caught up and they didn't like it either that they become what you're describing to me. I could be wrong. Yeah. Yes, the uh, the brain is an amazing instrument. Uh, it's the crown jewel of creation to my in my mind. Crown jewel, I love that. And uh, yeah. it is a two-way street. The body affects it, and it affects the body. And uh, um, until I think the 1960s, uh, people f- discovered at that time that the brain is also a big hormonal gland. It secretes hormones. The hormones are small chemicals that secreted in the body into the bloodstream directly by what's called endocrine glands. Endocrine means uh, secretes directly in the blood. Don't have a, canary, a duct like exocrine. The sweat glands, for example, are exocrine. Or the stomach right. glands, which secrete acid, are exocrine. The endocrine has nothing like that. They go from the gland directly to the blood. So the thyroid hormone, the cortisol, all these uh, come directly from the uh, cell to the blood. And in, uh, in 1963, I think, uh, doctor, uh, two doctors, Dr. Uh, Andrew Shelley and um, another doctor, both of them got the Nobel, Nobel Prizes, uh, stipulated that the brain also secretes small little hormones. Some of them are opiate-like, and uh, they call them endorphins. And some mm-hmm. of them are uh, small, what's called peptides. It's very small mm-hmm. uh, compounds that uh, mm-hmm. affect the other glands of the body. Now, again, as, as you know, the brain is 80% water. Yes. In the, in the womb... When they brought me in to study, because I had been studying the human skin organ and what was happening there with the influence of the atmosphere and over-evaporation of the body water loss through the skin, living with the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So when they brought me in, they had seen um, a story about me on National Broadcasting System. And they wanted me to take a look at the eyes that way, doctor. So I said, well, let me look at it for a year, and I'll come back to you. So I looked at the evaporation at the surface of the eye as 99% water. Then I learned in the, in the womb, the brain and the eyes connect at the same moment. Why is that nature's method? See, everything in there is nature's method of what I'm going to bring out, uh, and you will follow me, is the love of, uh, it's, it's a rhythm. And when I was going to have you on again, and you love music, and you have a relationship to music, I look at everything on this planet, because of the water, is a life with rhythm. And everything goes with that rhythm. Because we're living with the solar system's rhythm. So mm-hmm. when I look at anxiety, an emotional person, I always try to be fair because I know that there's something going on there that they don't even understand. So when you're working with our warriors or individuals that are going through so much anxiety, frustrated 
because people are annoyed with them. People want them not to be that way. They don't want to be that way. And it's kind of like what they overlooked at the eyes with birth. They could go, people are going, children, babies are going home from birth and they're not understanding the organ of the eye. They don't really check it. They're checking other things. They're checking when the baby comes back for a shot. They're not checking. And that eye and that brain, you can imagine that when that eyelid opens and that evaporation is happening and there's no two eyes alike, we're all so unusually unique because of our water and the life we have going on inside of there is that anxiety that comes from whatever birth could be something other than they're checking on when the parents take that baby home. That what you're yeah. doing with the veterans, our soldiers, our, our, our warriors. And, you right. know, uh, doctor, you were so into this. I look at our American troops and, and, uh, um, as the most unique on the planet. They go into other countries at the expense mentally to help others when our country wasn't being affected, but they took their, left their home, left their life, knowing that it was a chance they might not come back. Yeah, I watched the uh, Normandy. With what your side is saying. Right. It's a challenge for everybody. It's a challenge for them. Yeah, I was going to say, I watched the Normandy uh, celebrations last month, and uh, those veterans who climbed the, uh, scaled those cliffs and and landed on the the beaches there. Oh. uh, That was just uh, such a moving experience to see those people daring death and and doing that for another country, for another continent, actually. And they've been doing it way back. And then all of a sudden, I'm in an era, I'm in an era, I'm 77. So I remember my father uh, was in the Army, he was a combat engineer. And I remember when he was over there, he was, went in and got everything ready with the combat engineers to do that run, that, uh, what they did, and there in France. But after the war was over, we never much said much. They didn't say much. But all of a sudden, we're finding, uh, stopping to think twice. Our soldiers, our young men and women now, are going out there at their expense of life, the gift of life that mm-hmm. was given to them to help someone else. And, and doctor, they're volunteers. They're not drafted. Right. They're doing and that he, as a volunteer person. Right. Right. You know, uh, you them. mentioned our my, uh, orchestra, and next, next, um, next month, actually, August 11, we're having a, uh, a big concert commemorating the 75th anniversary of the, the year of D-Day. Uh, of course, oh. it's uh, not on D-Day, but it is the same year, 1945, 1944. Oh, so the program is, is called, uh, the title is Thanks for the Memories, a nostalgic oh. trip. And uh, it, it, um, it flows with uh, a number, 
<clears throat> of popular uh, melodies that everybody, almost everybody knows from the last 50 or 60 years. Uh-huh. Um and all the way from Kesirasira, remember Kesirasira, Dorinday, and uh, all the way to the good, bad, and the ugly, and Jaws, and Good Godfather, and the uh, Beach Boys. I've got to share a story with you because I have a friend coming from Japan, and her oh, grandfather, yeah. uh, her grandfather, was yes. in, was fighting the our American soldiers, and he was a Japanese soldier. And, of course, in those wars, in those countries, they weren't given a choice. They had to go fight. Well, right. he was saved by the Americans as a Japanese soldier. He, they saved his life. And well, he was fighting after the war against was over, them. He was fighting after against the, war the Americans, was over, and they doctor, saved him. Yeah, right. After the war was over, he came to America and got all this music Frank Sinatra, all this music he could grab that was American music. He went back and he licensed that music to all these different buildings and radio stations so that the Japanese people could hear America's music, America's rhythm, America's feeling, America's love of music. And what, you know, it's kind of like what you're saying, it's, we, this country is, when they separated it into 50 states, and then they just, and, and they did what they did among the 50 states, and all that they accomplished, but they took the time to volunteer and go help China battle the, China, the Japanese that were invading them so they could yeah. be safe. Then they went over, to, uh, uh, and they were telling China don't, uh, Japan, to, and Japan, don't do that to the Chinese people. Uh, and then they decided, we'll show you. We're going to come and bomb you and your own soil. Then the United States decided, I think we better let them know we're very serious about how they're treating other people, including mm-hmm. us. Then over in Europe, the situation kept getting worse all the time, they decided they better do something because that was becoming out of control at a society that on this planet. So our warriors went over and did that. They go to yes. South Korea. They go to Vietnam. The Vietnam thing was so sad too. But what I look at, what you're doing to help them, because mentally... We have to do something to assist them during these very serious emotional, because their, uh, their uh, suicide is, is out of control, too, committing suicide. That's probably why they're speeding up and going fast, uh, too, because they're, they're taking life on, but they're committing suicide, too, by an enormous amount of people every day. Uh, isn't it every day? Yeah, there is about 18 or so. I was not at dealing with that myself. I was on the communication side. There were psychiatrists dealing with that uh, problem. And I retired actually from the VA a few years ago, but it's still a, a major problem. Now let's get into uh, the music of your life. How did that happen? 
Well, uh, okay, I um, I will tell you that, but at, the, uh, at one point I'd like to, to tell you about the August uh, concert so that you you be in the in the picture of it. Uh, okay. Like many in the medical field, I um, uh, I enjoyed music and I was involved in church music and in my home church in Egypt, um, and uh, then. Um, when I went to uh, when I graduated from medical school, uh, we started a medical small medical choir in Alexandria, and then it quickly expanded and uh, we, we founded an orchestra and the, it was a novel thing novelty. So television get, got interested and uh, they took us uh, sent us to international concert festivals and invited by the president to his palace and all that. Uh, then uh, when I left, I came here to um, the United States. I started with some friends, uh, a choir at Mayo Clinic, choir and orchestra. And uh, then we, uh, when I came to Washington, we exp- when I went to New Haven also, I did uh, a-, a Yale group there. Then I came to Washington, we put them all together as a national group. And it's a medical mm-hmm. musical group. Um, it has members from all over the country. We used to say when we started in 1990, uh, uh, incorporated it as a nonprofit. we used to say, you have to be a doctor to play with us. Now we say, you have to have seen a doctor to play with us. <laughs> <laughs> so the entire planet uh, qualifies. Yeah, seen a doctor. <laughs> And we performed uh, in around the country, uh, all over the place, in your neck of the woods at Davis Hall there. We performed in, in San Francisco, we performed in Los Angeles, Chicago Symphony Hall, Kennedy Center here in Washington, Constitution Hall, um, many, many other places. We performed at the White House and s- several times. Mm. And uh, we performed now, and, also... And, and, and by the way, but real quickly before I forget... I'm in Grants Pass, Oregon, in southern, oh, the most Oregon. beautiful place oh, on earth. In Grants oh, Pass, Oregon, in southern Oregon, down where the right. famous Rogue River and the beauty of living is. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, but anyway, real quickly, um, uh, we're going to have to take a break in a minute, and we're going to come back, and I'm going to tell you why I relate to human health with music. And okay, uh, but don't go anywhere. You sit there. All right, there. look forward to it. Okay, so listen you. to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist. We're around, uh, all over the world in, and uh, with patents. We've uh, been able to break the barrier in science and proving with no question that the human eye, eyes are 99% water, at the surface, they must be maintained with dry eye, with water, 100%, no added ingredients to block absorption, and, and a technology of a micron amount of humidity, not to put too much weight on the eye. The eye drop seals moisture, but it doesn't provide the supplement caused by dry eye. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be back with Dr. Wabi. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Wabi, tell us about more about your passion uh, for uh, music and uh, what you, in the dedication with that doctor's chorale uh, that you developed there and put together. And what you're doing, uh, I, that concert, would you bring up that concert again? How would we find that concert? Would it be online later with, on YouTube by chance? Uh, it will be videotaped for broadcast, yes. Uh, but okay. information on it is on our website, which is www.medicalmusical.org. Uh, okay. Um, medical musical is one word medical musical one word dot org mm-hmm. org or dot com both of them <laughs> and the concert is on Sunday 11 uh, of August uh, at 4pm at the Schlesinger Concert Hall in Alexandria, Virginia here just outside of Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. and uh, the host uh, the host will be uh, two favorites um, Antonio Sabato Jr. a movie star and uh, Dina Martin, who was Dean Martin's daughter. And oh. uh, she also sings some of her father's favorites, which are also oh, along memory mm-hmm. lane. So she'll sing, oh. Uh, oh. you know, um, Volare and uh, That's Amore and that uh, kind of thing. Oh. And Doctor, we'll did have... you grow up in Egypt with a family that liked music? We would like to go to the Middle East, Egypt and, and Israel and that uh, area, but we, are, we have been trying to, if, believe me, for a number of years, every time we want to go, then something happens there. And, of course, okay. remember, I feel, say, I feel responsible for their safety. So we have not gone there. We want to do that. No, I, no I meant um, when you grew up, did your family oh, like music up, in yes. your home? Yes, we yeah. grew up in Alexandria, and uh, we spoke Arabic, of course, but we also went okay, to the American schools. Okay, in Alexandria. Schools. Okay, okay. Yeah, Alexandria is okay. that's in the Mediterranean there. Okay, uh, okay. 
Now, and, uh, you, the, and when you were studying the brain and you were understanding the behavior of the functions of the body, you had to feel a, the rhythm of it all. Yes, that was mostly when I came to uh, uh, Yale University. That's where we did a lot of uh, more intensive uh, research uh, with uh, uh, what's called releasing hormone injections and and, uh, stress tests and so on. Right. And uh, uh, the uh, the the, the uh, I just want to finish this concert next uh, next month. The the theme of the memories after going through a number of melodies that people would remember. Uh, I mentioned some also have things from Elvis and uh, Louis Armstrong and uh, Bob Hope and uh, that kind of thing. Then uh, towards the climax of the program, we play Paul Anker's um, uh, The Longest Day, you know, the movie The Longest Day. Yeah. Uh, there's a song there about The Longest Day, which is when they stormed the... the, uh, the Beaches there, mm-hmm. so that'll mm-hmm. be the um, the, the culminating um, song, almost the penultimate mm-hmm. actually, because we after it we go to climb every mountain, and the idea oh. is we we are invoking the uh, the the picture of the Greek god god Janus, from which the name January comes, is a god looking his head is looking forward and backward. This is why they have mm-hmm. him in the beginning of the year. And so we look mm-hmm. back to all this wonderful memory lane music, but we mm-hmm. also look forward to, to greater horizons for our country, uh, climbing every mountain and going into higher and higher uh, achievements. Now, did you, did you add to that over the rainbow? Are you guys doing that one? Uh, we have uh, we have uh, something like that, but not over the rainbow. We have uh, oh. actually the, there are so there is a hundred songs that they had to choose from, so I chose right. about twenty five. Yeah, uh, okay. but uh, that's one to think about. Actually, we're going after that. To you know, the reason and... I say that there's something about that song, and I could be wrong. But when they were doing the D-Day thing, somebody sang it, I think, somewhere. I forget where I saw it. But anyway, there's something about it as America. It's America, the Over the Rainbow song. Right. Yeah. No, it's a beautiful song, and uh, we, we, pro- we it performed it in some of our concerts. It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. There's and something about it and the choice of words that are just amazing. Um, and it's kind of like our soldiers, when they went to do this, they were thinking beyond themselves. They were thinking right. to something much more higher in spirit and uh, life. Is, and, and I've always said to my grandchildren from the day the first one was born, I love you all the way to the moon, the stars, and the rainbow. And mm-hmm. one time, my, one of my grandchildren said, I've been saying it forever. And uh, my, one of them said, but Grandma, that's so sad. And I said, well, Lindsay, why did you say that? And she says, but you didn't say you were coming back. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But well, the rainbow, I, I grew up in that era, remember, of over the rainbow. <laughs> yes, yes. Actually, I wrote it down so that in our next concert, we, we play over the rainbow. Oh, we, it's uh, so beautiful. 
Right. Yeah. We we played um, "You'll Never Walk Alone" in uh, oh, in one of our other too. concerts. So we had some of from that oh. uh, movie. Yes, that's a wonderful one too. Yeah. But uh, the 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 end of the concert will be this uh, looking forward and uh, for mm-hmm. like you say over the rainbow for higher and higher goals right. for the country. And as I right. as I mentioned earlier about the people in Normandy, when I was looking at that video the, in the television, there were showing the veterans. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was such a contrast between those guys, the, the, called the great, the people calling the greatest generation, and sometimes you feel in the uh, uh, in the current uh, days, and some people are not very proud of of being Americans. And that you contrast... know, uh, I have to share one. I'm married to a man from Holland, and uh, my my father was in the army. My brother was a marine, went to Vietnam, and uh, so I'm very much into. And I've been on a lot of military bases as a guest. So what I do, but anyway, uh, I find myself noticing that in the school system. They weren't attentive to the students with the flag, with the education, the history of with the of the students. So the students have grown up this new generation, not having that uh, um, patriot feeling mm-hmm. that I have, um, and and I've noticed this that the kids, it's just sad what's going on all the way through their colleges, uh, universities. Uh, I don't know what it is. But when I went to Europe for the first time with my husband, and I was in uh, a country, I'm not going to say which one, and I was going in out of the car to go get a room, and I came back, and I said they said they were filled. So I found myself, after two or three of them, uh, we were uh, looking at pensions. And so I said to my husband, you go in, you speak Dutch. I just have a feeling you're going to get the room. So Bill went into the next one, spoke Dutch, and got the room. No kidding. Then they apologized to us later for that, the fact that they said they didn't have a room. And, you know, after the war was over, people, even your other countries have forgotten too, doctor. They forgot what we did. Yeah. But, but it's the generation, the older generation, but... Our, our sacrifice is just unbelievable at, at the passion that we have, the tone of voice we have. It's almost like we're out there trying to get their attention. We don't need to be given a thank you. But don't forget, your lives are because of our American blood. That's right. Yeah. All over the you know, world. Uh, when uh, you mentioned uh, the Holland, um, a few years ago we performed in Paris, France, and uh, our experience was really very positive there in the sense that we went with fear and trepidation, thinking that you know, the stereotypical uh, French hates the American and so on. We were worried about that. But we were amazed. Uh, we had uh, we performed in in Paris at the UNESCO Hall. There, it's a big, big, big concert hall, um, and um, people. And we had several choirs and orchestras from Paris. And the French people would come to me um, and to others in the Gora group and tell them, "We have never forgotten that you saved us." 
Right. Uh, and right. Uh, don't believe what uh, they speak very broken English, but they right. wanted to tell us that they have never forgotten what the American uh, GIs did for them in World War II. And when I've been to China as a guest in China with scientists and what I do, I was treated like royalty because of America. Hmm. Because, because with, without America, China would not have been able to escape the Japanese uh, attacking and the controls they wanted to do. They kept them out of that. Then they went in and after the war was over, helped the Chinese develop what they have today. Okay. And no, and no, um, no uh, strings attached to you do this for me. And in that era, it was so gener- generous of because they had such enormous technology ex- uh, geniuses in China on the planet. Yes. Uh, but again, I have uh, I've had them stop me in Tiananmen Square and want to have their pictures. They didn't even know who I was. The soldiers mm-hmm. didn't care. Had, they were taking pictures of me as somebody else, of my t- group here when I was in China. And, and then the others say, can I, ha- can I have my picture taken with you at the same time? Uh, and they, were, they loved America. And uh, I've had the same experience in Paris, too. Uh, people were just wonderful as an American when I went. So well, it seems we're, down are born. One, we're down to only yeah. one minute. I wish we had more right. time. Uh, I enjoyed tell the it. Audience, uh, I enjoyed it again, too. Tell the audience uh, what you would like them to hear just before you leave. Okay, go to www.medicalmusical.org or medicalmusical.com. It's uh, one word, Medical Musical, and click on the concert, uh, August concert, Thanks for the Memories. And look for, Thanks if you are in the area, come attend. If not, watch it on the broadcast later on. And it's going to be in Alexandria, Virginia. Alexandria, just outside of Washington. And uh, I will end up by God bless America with people lighting right. candles, uh, electric candles. I've been in Alexandria, and you feel God bless America in Alexandria. Well, you have a nice day, and thank you. Let's do it again. If you ever have a subject you want to talk about, let me know. I will. I enjoyed it, too. God bless. And God thank bless America. Thank you very America. much. You, too. Thank you very much. Bye. Take care. Bye, Bye now. Wow, wasn't that a great show, audience, that we have somebody who loves the world we live in. I call it the planet Earth, living with the solar system. And can you imagine what we were able to accomplish today in only about an hour? We found ourselves taking you on a health trip, on reminding you about some things. Don't let your emotions run your life. Because you can trick you. You let your feelings with rhythm run your life. I want to thank you for listening. Earth does whisper. Don't ever say goodbye. And put every child in your heart. Because there's no such thing as an imperfect child worldwide. There's a power of water out there for everyone. Thank you for listening. And you have a nice day. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel 
with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. 